This is a presentation of the Badlands Media Network. That's a hell of a name. Yes, that's a hell of a name. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Friday Rattligator Report. This is February 23rd, 2024, and this is episode 8.3. It's a bodaciously beautiful day in creation with a lot of stuff going on. It's throwing me off. I don't mind admitting that. Uh, I've got to really get some moving done because I'm coming down to the end of the month and I've got to be out of this place in Gainesville. I got to get some storage and I got family uh, visiting. Hopefully my Irish twin brother will come up Saturday and help me on this move. And hopefully we don't both throw out our backs, that kind of thing. Right. But uh, I want to open the show today, I've done, I've shown this image a few times, but uh, I think it is appropriate uh, again to uh, do this, right? We are laying hands symbolically on Donald Trump today. We pray for his continued health, vigor, and uh, ability to fight the good fight. Uh, because we are entering certain stages of this battle that uh, are very important, you know, to the future, right, of our nation. Now, one of the things that's important is uh, our ability in this world of competing confusions to think through 
some situations that are going to require some serious discernment, reassessment. And if we have mistakenly walked down the wrong road, we're going to have to have the discussion, at least challenge ourselves to think through whether we've walked down the wrong road and why, right? So today I'm going to show you uh, a video. I'm going to show you two videos to start off the show, right? Um, but in keeping with some cautionary <laughs> um, um, constructive criticism from chat personalities. Hey, get your first block of supporting advertisers uh, out of the way early. At least give that some thought. So I'm going to try and get the first block done right now, and then we'll we'll launch into these two videos that have captured my imagination. One is a long 10 minute video. And the other one is a very interesting piece my sports talk co host put together with a friend. And uh, I was really taken with it. We recorded, we pre recorded the sports talk show yesterday and he played it. And it's like, wow, I gotta, I gotta include this on my Rattlegator Report show. All right. So let's see. First, Supportive advertiser canceled club. We all love our friends, but that doesn't mean that getting them canceled from time to time can't be extremely satisfying. Canceled club. It's a party game where you try to get your friends canceled, where no one is safe and everyone's bound to be a little triggered. Battle it out for social credit points as fast as you can by gaslighting your friends, looting and rioting, or being an all-powerful little social justice warrior. Uh, unless your friends call conspiracy theory or defame you, you old racist bigot. A parody on all things cancel culture. Join the cancel club today. Don't be a Karen or order your game now. It's the dominant way to virtue signal. I will see you at the adults table. <laughs> you canceled. Yep. Yep, that felt pretty nice. Party in my place, hmm? <laughs> All right. Second up is Gold Co. Skyrocketing inflation, endless war, $31 trillion in debt, $4.7 trillion in new pro proposed taxes. This government, this government, this government. Now they're hiring thousands of new gun-carrying IRS agents in all 50 states. Yeah, the truth is things could get a whole lot worse if you're not protected. That's why we've partnered with the top rated precious metals company, Gold Co. Gold Co. has helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. For those with retirement accounts, they're offering Rattligator Report supporters up to $10,000 in free silver when opening a qualified IRA account. Cash buyers, you get a bonus silver for just making a purchase. If you buy $15,000 worth of precious metals, you'll get $750 in bonus silver. $25,000 will get you a $1,250 bonus. This is your opportunity to protect yourself from our out-of-control, corrupt government. Go to BadlandsGold.com to learn how you get started today. BadlandsGold.com. Okay, 
let me play this video from Paul. Um, I really, really fell in love with this thing yesterday. So let's see. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. You could bet that never got a sweat that. You could bet that never got a sweat that. If you be the cash, I beat a rubber band. Be the match, I will be a fuse. Boom, painter, baby, you could be the muse. I'm the reporter, baby, you could be the new. Cause you're the cigarette, and I'm the smoker. We raise a bet, cause you're the joker.
still voting for the sure thing as these idiots try to convince you he just doesn't have a chance. Bullshit. It's been bullshit from the start. Now, I'm going to play a long video that ties directly into the question of discernment, uh, healthy skepticism, and understanding history. Our adversaries have taken advantage of our desire to think forward, look forward, uh, and not really, really be locked in on what history has shown us. And so that requires some of us to take a step back and then present to you. Yeah, we've seen this script before, and some of you are falling for a well-worn script these fuckers have played. And we need to take a step back from that nonsense, all right? And I say that with conviction. I say that, uh, you know, uh, perhaps some of you may think uncharitably, but I've seen a lot of us pimping for these Russians. And we got to stop that post haste. Okay, let me see if I can present this and, and explain. And, and hopefully he can explain to you why we've got to stop that. Because we are smarter than what they think. Yeah, and of course the damn thing won't play. All right, let's see if I can fix this. The story of Tucker Carlson and the woke right. Many people in the West have been surprised by the events of the last week, in which American TV presenter Tucker Carlson followed his interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin with a series of increasingly bizarre videos. Tucker discovers that Moscow metro stations are grand and impressive, that Russian supermarkets have shopping carts that can be rented with a coin that you can retrieve on returning the cart, and that food is cheaper in Russia. I know you don't have a lot of time, so I won't bore you by debunking the silliness here. If you're interested in what I think of it, go to the end of this video and there'll be an explanation. Instead, let me explain why I am not surprised at what we've seen from Tucker. I appeared on Tucker's show twice during his tenure at Fox News. On both occasions, we discussed subjects on which we agree, the erosion of freedom of speech in the West and the dangers the woke left poses to our society. My second appearance took place in January 2023, as the debate over the war in Ukraine raged all over Western media. In the months prior, Tucker ran segment after segment on the supposed persecution of Christians in Ukraine, which were full of fabrications and lies. Not only were they dishonest, they demonstrated an inexplicable ignorance of the facts for someone with his audience and prominence in American journalism. I went into my second segment with Tucker, intent on challenging him if the opportunity presented itself, with a brief appearance focused on my Oxford speech and ended before I'd had the chance to raise my objections to his coverage of the war in Ukraine. His producer WhatsApped me immediately after to congratulate me on the appearance with the invitation to please come back soon. Here's my moment, I naively thought to myself, and replied with the offer to come back and discuss my disagreements with Tucker about the war in Ukraine. The response was telling. I'm just not sure it would be great TV to have him debate you on the war. Why? 
because it would get heated. What if we just had a rational debate about it? And besides, if it did get heated, that would get a lot of views. There are many angles to this. For example, how Biden is using the war. The Hunter-Ukraine nexus came to reply. After a long back and forth, the producer finally revealed that he didn't want to ruin things for me. After all, if the debate got heated and nasty, it would be a risk in terms of my appearing on the show ever again, he explained. The message was clear. We don't want to have a discussion about this. And if you keep pressing, you won't be coming back on the biggest show in America. There's nothing wrong with any of this, by the way. No one is entitled to appear on anyone else's show to talk about a subject they nominate. Tucker and his producers are perfectly entitled to invite the guests they want to discuss the subjects they want. But the incident made it obvious to me that Tucker was not a truth-seeking journalist and that when it came to Russia and the war in Ukraine, at least, he had no intention of being objective. That much is obvious, especially after the events of the last week. But the real question is why? Why is the dissident right going woke? In Russia, we have a saying, everything new is something old that's been sufficiently forgotten. Far from being the first of his kind, Tucker is, in fact, one more name to add to the long list of Westerners who have been seduced by the allure of an alternative to the failures and decadence of their own societies. These people are often described as useful idiots. While they are certainly useful, as with Tucker, they're often intelligent, principled, and courageous. Irish playwright George Bernard Shaw visited Moscow in 1931, where, like Tucker, he was granted a two-hour audience with Joseph Stalin, which he summed up with the words, I expected to see a Russian worker, and I found a Georgian gentleman. One of Shaw's main contributions to the culture of his day was to advocate for and defend one's duty to be a skeptic. As Fintan O'Toole wrote brilliantly in an article you can find in the description of this video, George Bernard Shaw challenged his readers and audiences to burst bubbles of conventional wisdom on almost every issue imaginable. When Shaw's demolitions of received ideas provoked outrage, he courageously defended his intellectual independence. He abhorred cruelty and made mincemeat of propaganda. How could a man so principled, courageous, and eternally questioning end up siding with the most murderous dictator of his era? We have to remember, O'Toole writes, the power of wish fulfillment and the way that Russia became for many Westerners not a place, but an idea, not a mere reality, but a fantasy. Shaw's insistence on seeing the Soviet Union as a harbinger of the great socialist utopia can be explained by the disappointments of democracy. Especially as the Great Depression took hold, parliaments and political parties seemed utterly ineffectual. Stalin's apparent ability to move mountains and transform society with triumphant five-year plans offered an antidote to his impatience with the frustrations of democracy. The parallels here hardly need elaborating. Replace Stalin with Putin and Shaw with Carlson in the passages I just read, and you need hardly change anything. While the woke left hates America and the West because it sees them as the root of all evil, the woke right has built up powerful resentments of its own. Where the woke left has systemic racism, the woke right has globalism and the WEF, a shadowy global elite conspiring to deprive us of our civil rights, civil liberties, and bodily autonomy. Stagnating wages, uncontrolled and increasingly illegal mass immigration, the housing crisis, the deliberate stoking of racial tensions, blatant anti-white, anti-male, anti-family rhetoric, the promotion of trans ideology, and a whole host of other issues have turned many people from skeptics into cynics. These frustrations, many of which are legitimate, are further exacerbated by the biggest problem of all. Despite being shared by a majority of the population, attempts to address these concerns via the democratic process appear increasingly futile. The UK elected a supposedly conservative government in 2010 
and then voted for Brexit in 2016 in order to deal with many of these issues. The result was years of political gridlock, followed by all of these problems getting worse, not better. In the US, the 2016 election of Donald Trump was another desperate move to deal with these concerns. We don't care about his obnoxious tweets, his voters cried. We need someone with the balls to put an end to politics as usual, stem the flow of illegal crossings at the border, and halt the cultural rot eating away at America's soul. But instead of waking from this stupor, America's media and political elites did everything in their power to stop Trump from delivering on the promises he had made to his voters. They lied about him endlessly. They thwarted him at every turn. In the end, they impeached him and are now prosecuting him. And to add insult to injury, they replaced him with a man who struggles to get through a press conference, leaving many people on the right with the obvious question. If we can't vote our way out of this nightmare, what good is democracy? If democracy means decriminalizing crime, rampant homelessness, weakness abroad, and chaos at home, isn't it time to look at the alternatives, they say? The right's fascination with Vladimir Putin and Salvadorian President Naim Bukele is not accidental. While in America and Britain, we sit and helplessly watch escalating levels of street violence, crime, and squalor, Bukele has turned El Salvador from the most dangerous country in Latin America to the safest in the Western Hemisphere in a matter of years. How? He locked up gang members en masse, ignoring the protestations of foreign human rights organizations and domestic critics. Despite his increasingly muscular methods, he enjoys astonishing support, which recently secured him another presidential term following a stunning electoral victory. Democracy is supposed to mean government by consent, but who enjoys more consent? Joe Biden, 38% approval rating, Rishi Sunak, 24% approval rating, or Naib Bukele, 85% approval rating. And even more importantly, whose country is safer, cleaner, and clearer about its direction for the future? Tomorrow, I leave this land of hope and return to our Western countries, the countries of despair, Shaw said on leaving the USSR in 1931. Last week, Tucker might as well have said the same thing. Like Trump before him, Tucker Carlson is not the problem. He is a symptom. And unless Western elites start listening to the people they're supposed to represent, the problem is only going to get worse. And so are the symptoms. The smart politicians know it. The question is, will they do anything about it? As promised, let's address the videos Tucker made from the Russian supermarket and the Russian metro. The average household income in Russia is less than $15,000, compared to $75,000 in America. As a result, the average Russian household spends more than a third of its income on food, compared to just 11% for the average American family. In other words, food is three times more expensive for the average Russian than for the average American. Moscow metro stations are indeed magnificent. But to compare them favorably with those in the West is akin to suggesting that Iraq under Saddam Hussein was better than America because Saddam's presidential palace was far more impressive than the White House. Authoritarian societies like the Soviet Union, which built the Moscow Metro, often pour great energy into grandiose monuments. It's truly impressive what you can do with a bunch of slave labor and no human rights. Let me not mock Tucker's response to Russia's spectacular achievements in the trolley return technology department. I distinctly remember my own wondrous reaction when first encountering this stunning coin-operated mechanism. It was a truly memorable moment, primarily because I first encountered it in 1995 here in the West, having come from Russia where shops did not have this trolley return mechanism, mainly because shops in Russia at that time didn't even have shopping trolleys. Just before recording this video, I popped down to my local supermarket to make sure I hadn't missed anything 
and I'm happy to confirm this magnificent contraption remains in place at the Tesco Express down the road from me. Perhaps Tucker might wish to consider immigrating to rural Kent in search of a better life. All right. Now, I I don't play that. Um, I purposefully play that video. And uh, I'm just, uh, when I when I think about our content creator group, and it's like, okay, what does, it's almost like when I want to ask people, what does 81 million votes mean to you? And it provides something of a window to me into how much they've given some thought to our 2020 election. It's the same thing here. When I hear people pimping Russian propaganda, what about ism and, 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 and claiming, oh yeah, we lost the Vietnam War. No, hell, we didn't. We quit the fucking Vietnam War. There's a difference. There was a political decision made, just like there was a political decision made to say we lost the Tet Offensive, and we didn't. We got to be smart enough to understand the decades of this bullshit. We got to be smart enough to understand the game being played. And we got to be smart enough to not dismiss the script that's being repeated by Vladimir Putin. I just, it drives me crazy, but I understand it because it's happened before. Especially, I understand it because of people who don't have a good sense of history, don't have enough healthy skepticism about their frustration within our country and who lapse into navel-gazing and incessant discussions about the CIA, the CIA, the CIA. Good gracious alive. It's just, come on, people. That's one of the teams we're battling, we the people. One of the teams, not the only team. And Vladimir Putin champions a team we are most certainly battling. And this week, this week, Let's see, you know, I have been distracted and this morning I, 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 look, I haven't even gone to read the truth social post, the comments to the truth social post I made about Donald Trump's perfect response to the death of Navalny. I see in the chat today, Eurythmic is telling me, uh, okay, someone has done a good dig on Navalny. It just hesitate um, digs on Navalny to me, I suspect will miss the point. It will miss the point, which is what the Russians want you to do. He did play Tucker Carlson for a fool. It is not coincidence that Navalny is killed soon after that Tucker Carlson interview. That ain't that ain't coincidence. You gotta be, you gotta be real foolish to believe that. It just isn't. Um, we have to have greater discernment when it comes to Russia. 
Yuri Bezmenov and the warnings decades ago. That youngish, I mean, I'm 65 in June. So if you're 45 or younger, you are youngish to me. And we've got youngish people ignoring the history, the mistakes from our intellectual class previously. It's almost like people sitting around and wondering how could these Germans have fallen for Nazism? It was just one of the most curious things to me how people could believe that. I had a great affinity for Germans. Uh, served in the army one year there. Loved what I saw of the culture. Uh, and it was pretty clear how they could easily fall for that stuff. Strong hands walk them down that road, consciously and subconsciously. And we just saw an indication in this country how those very same strong hands, very similar strong hands, remember my position is, they ain't a damn bit of difference when you really get down to it from communist, Marxist, socialist, left-wing Democrats. It's the same bullshit. And I couldn't help but think about that when I saw Candace Owen, and I love me some Candace Owen uh, in many ways. But she's sitting up there talking about Zelensky and Ukraine's persecution of Christians in Ukraine. It's like, are you fucking insane? They're fighting a war and Russia has embedded the Orthodox Church with spies. And it ain't a new development. Who the, hell, who the hell do you think taught the Chinese how to embed Catholics, so-called Catholics, in the Catholic Church in China and insist on having your approval of those Catholic officials? Come on, people. Like I said, I think to you, Rhythmic, on my last show, what's hard about this? What is hard about this? Really and truly when you get down to it. Um, so I want, what has thrown me off a little bit today is I have great affinity for J.E. Dyer. And she did a post that I only saw this morning. I don't know if it was just out, but it was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. For somebody distracted like me, somebody like her, I use to catch me up. Okay, this is what's been going on. I haven't been able to dot the I and cross the T and follow the events of the month, let's say. And she did an outstanding job. I need to, I need to, let's see. I need to put a link in the chat. Uh, wow, where did I put it? It's probably on my control laptop. I'm gonna, I see I'm halfway into the show uh, and I can't forget my supportive advertisers. But uh, I do wanna get this link in the chat. And I'm also, yeah, let me talk out loud for a minute. I also wanna put a link to that Constantin Kizen post because I'm hoping y'all will share it I'm hoping it will be listened to with an open mind because uh, this man knows better than most Americans, having been born in Russia, uh, having immigrated from 
Russia, having some Ukrainian ancestors, um, far better situated to uh, talk to us. I, I, you know what? I dumped her. Um, I dumped. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm talking myself out of. Um, out of uh, this link I just played. There we go. So I can get the uh, link to put it in the chat. And record, I mean, I want this in in my copy of the chat. Uh, so when I go back over it and do some kind of a review, I, I will know that uh, I did at least give you the link. And now I want to also give you a link to this J.E. Dyer piece. And the reason why it's so phenomenal, she is a Betty Badass uh, in my estimation and an important source to consult as we try to figure out this whole Russiagate, Spygate, and um, how we are going to defeat these people. Today she did, or I saw again. I don't, I don't, I don't recall when she posted it, but I saw what she did, which is something of a um, retrospective. But she gives phenomenal chronological links that uh, you should go back oh hell, and read uh, for your own edification, right? If you, if you want to try and build a file, this woman is a very good place to start building a file if you haven't already, because she is chronologically walking you through her responses to some of this evolving information that comes out, her critique, her analysis, um, and she has a she has um, a damn good position to opine. <laughs> you know, her history allows for some good discussion, food for thought. Let me put it that way. Uh, so I've put the J.E. Dyer link in the chat. Both of those products, the Constantin Kizen and the J.E. Dyer, to me, invaluable for perspective, discernment, and healthy skepticism about what the hell is what here. Part of the things that she posted that, you know, of course, I've been so distracted is, okay, this Matt Taibbi, Schellenberger, Rudentag, these people put out this information, much of which we knew or have discussed, contemplated, right? But again, for those people pimping Russian propaganda, yeah, they wanted Hillary Clinton. Might have even, look, this is my speculation, might have even participated in this intelligence community bullshit hoax because it is the intelligence community of Russia that runs Russia, not just Vladimir Putin, okay? We foolishly talked about some of this stuff. They're little Siloviki. These people are the folks stoking these narratives that some people have foolishly consumed. 
talking about Kazarians, Prussians. And this drives me freaking crazy. Anyway, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to read J.E. Dyer's piece. Think about the fact that Russia may very well have participated with our intelligence community on this bullshit. Think about that. Brennan did make a run to Russia. Did he not? Oh, goodness. Anyway, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I think, save my discussion for Trump's perfect post for Monday. That gives me a chance to move, get a little bit more settled, and then maybe Sunday evening think through how I want to discuss this thing on Monday's show. Because I just, when I read that post, I thought, wow, he navigated, he navigated that thing so beautifully. So beautifully, it seemed to me. So, um, but but here's the thing. Okay, let's uh, and and of course Monday I'll be able to review the chat. I'm not going to in, 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 engage the chat today like I normally like to. Uh, but that'll be for Monday. Um, so, um, but what am, what am I trying to say? I want to um, part of her part of J.E. Dyer's post today was in response, again, and I've said repeatedly, everything is integrated, all right? Everything is integrated. And maybe, you know, I'm just trying to think through on the fly, <laughs> what do I want to do? Because I did want to address some more of that dumbass Fannie Willis foolishness. And I just, anytime I allow myself to think about it, I inevitably get way off track and uh, she vexes me so much. She just, I, I'm, I'm, we've, we've had to deal with so much. I honestly sit and it's like, is it possible? And, and, and I honestly don't know, is it possible? It's just too stupid. What, what she did is just too stupid. It's like, it's almost scripted stupidity. I just, can she be that? Can they? I just, can they be that stupid? Can they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You got people, Fanny is sitting up there, barging into court, dressed in some attire that has black people all across the country going, did this chick put on her dress backwards? I just... <laughs> it's just, it's too much. It's just, oh my goodness, it's just, it's just too much, isn't it? It just, I know, I know Soros has targeted people who aren't necessarily the most savvy or the swiftest and put them in positions because, hey, this is what these people want to do. They want controllable malleable minds that can be shaped in a certain direction, told what to think, 
and in their own little way, even if they don't realize it, essentially say, Yao's a boss. And off they go. Uh, yeah, it's too much. So before I, uh, before I really, <laughs> really get to exhibiting more of how much Fanny vexes me, let me do <laughs> these uh, last block of supportive advertisers. And um, do my duty as far as the uh, network is concerned. Um, because I don't want to <laughs> go on a 20 minute rant and then all of a sudden the hour is up. Um, so first up, the wellness company. Life is unpredictable, ladies and gentlemen. If we've learned anything these last four years, it's that. And while we can't possibly predict everything that might be thrown at us, we can prepare for it. That's why we're introducing two new emergency kits from the wellness company. The first aid emergency kit for everything from sports activities to camping trips. Compact and convenient, this kit contains critical prescription medications and supplies that everyone should have on hand. The travel emergency kit is specifically designed for life on the go compact, lightweight, and loaded with essentials for any adventure. Whether it's a road trip, a hike, or just the unpredictability of daily life, you will be ready. Next level readiness is at your fingertips with emergency kits from the wellness company. Stay one step ahead to have peace of mind for the unpredictable. Visit badlandsmedia.tv TWC and use promo code BADLANDS for an exclusive 10% discount. That's badlandsmedia.tv TWC, promo code BADLANDS. All right. And second up is our good friend, Mike Lindell, who is very important in this fight we're engaged in as a force multiplier. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. <laughs> absolutely free. Okay. Um, yeah. I. Um... I'm still sitting here contemplating and debating in my own mind internally <laughs> what uh, what to do. But a point I've tried to make regularly is everything is integrated. Um, there is a back at your bitches approach to the battle plan, in my estimation, that Team Trump have put together before he came down the escalator. 
One of the things uh, in J.E. Dyer's piece, and there are a phenomenal amount of links, it's a lot of reading. If you feel like you really need to bone up and get some sense of this six, seven, eight year damn bullshit we've been put through. Um, she does a good job of uh, walking through what the recent uh, revelations from Taibbi and his crowd demonstrate. And uh, yeah, let me let me try and show you hmm, a little bit of what I'm talking about. Uh, I uh, yeah, I've just look. Uh, there's still so many. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm, I'm just um, debating in my head. There's just multiple things I wanted to go down with Fanny. And uh, Robert Barnes had made a comment on a certain video that uh, I thought was a great summary. And so what I did is I just took his basic comment and uh, tweaked it for my purposes. But he, he really did capture essentially what the hell is what in this Georgia Rico case. This absurd Georgia Rico case in the... <laughs> Anyway, I'm not, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna save that for Monday, but let me see, because I want to get through this. Um, J.E. Dyer posted an image. Let me see if I can present it. I just, I want to get this in the show, in her little piece. And I need to, there we go. Do you see this? <laughs> the Star Trek image, for those of you listening on audio only, she posted an image from, from Star Trek. I presume it was Captain Kirk and uh, Mr. Spock. But she's placed the heads, or whoever put this thing together, of Christopher Steele. And that primary subsource we talked about so much, Igor Danchenko. And she says they shirt up for the roles of their lives. You know, it's just, I just thought that was perfect. You know, that was just a perfect little image for what the intelligence community did. Five eyes, all of that foolishness. Um, and I just think, I don't think she went down this road. But I'm just telling you, man, if the intelligence community of Russia is running Russia, and it is, and you've got the intelligence community in the West getting way the hell out of their lane and doing everything in their power to stop Donald Trump, can't y'all start thinking through the real probability that my theory of these multiple teams doing battle against we the people and that we are focusing way too much on CIA wrongdoing or FBI wrongdoing and not thinking about these this multiplicity of teams, you know, including Obama Incorporated, Clinton Incorporated, 
European deep state, right? All of these people, Russia and China, they're on a certain level, they compete with one another, but all of them come against us, we the people. And that is my thing about the euro dollar. Again, I may never figure it out, but it is a key. It is a key insight that guy has come up with. I'm not sure even he understands just how much of a key insight. Because look, Vladimir Putin didn't have a problem with the Russian central bank operating within the central bank system until recently. I mean, on a certain level, ladies and gentlemen, on a certain level, <laughs> these people have operated globally. You have to understand the euro dollar system. They were all taking advantage of us internally in the United States and externally. They were all taking advantage of us, we the people, and the number one economic engine on the planet, which is our American economy. They were all feeding off of it. All of them, Russia included. <laughs> and this is what Donald Trump, he got a wrecking ball. And they told you right from the start, if you think about it, Mnuchin and everybody put this stuff out there. Look, there's a main street system and we're good with it. And there's a Wall Street system that has sold us out that are not working for us and is explicitly taking advantage of we the people in a too big to fail kind of way, using us as suckers, all right? But man, it just, people have, people have zeroed in on talking shit about Wall Street and not understood. This is the thing about the Euro dollar system. If you just understand what the guy has exposed, that's beyond the regulation of any entity in the United States of America. They are manipulating everything in this fiat system because they can. They can be this invisible enemy. All of them can be this invisible enemy that is beyond the reach of we the people or any governmental agency operating on our behalf. And some of these agencies are complicit with the bullshit. Oh my God, my head my head when I just, it was the one thing I was sitting there trying to think through for years, it seemed. And that Euro dollar, oh man, it tied it all together. Why there is a Londonistan in London flowing through really and truly the infiltrated and hoard out city of London incorporated business entity. Why there is a London grad and all these rich ass Russians parking their money in London. It just explains so freaking much why the British who have an envious streak for the United States of America, let's just be honest about that, have walked down a dumbass street 
and allowed themselves to be taken advantage of. Even their little offshore tax havens, Cayman Islands and all this other kind of stuff. All of it is taking advantage. All of it is taking advantage of we the people, the average American taxpayer that supports the world uh, economy. When you really think about it, when you really think about it, even freaking Hong Kong and the way the Chinese have this two-tiered system uh, using Hong Kong as an outlet to the global, and then they have this little internal system. Again, Donald Trump's back at your bitches approach, from my estimation, recognizes Sun Tzu warfare. That's point number one. And recognizes Sun Tzu warfare that has been employed against us by all of these freaking entities. And has come up with a plan, back at your bitches, that tops them because it recognizes what the fuck they do and how the fuck they do it. And what we're witnessing now <laughs> is that battle plan, a world historic battle plan that goes beyond what these people have done because he sees them clearly. Again, that's why his post in response to the death of Navalny was so perfect in the wake of Tucker Carlson. Again, I'm just wondering, man, are they using Tucker? Are they really using Tucker? They might, because Tucker is too smart to go on and on and on talking about a motherfucking Russian supermarket. What the? <laughs> it's just too stupid. It's almost like Fanny. It's just too stupid. It's scripted. It's like, oh man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a hell of a uh, of a weekend. Just kind of letting some of this stuff bubble in my head as I move furniture and everything. But uh, yeah, it's just too. It's too scripted. <laughs> Uh, I've seen so many things over the last six, seven, eight years in this world of competing confusions that seems too scripted. But uh, that's, you know, again, when you have something of a global war, you've got an internal war in the United States of America that's subterranean. But you also have a global war going on and these balls have to be juggled and moves on a chessboard have to be made. Some get countered and then some get superseded. It just This is the only way it makes sense in my mind because everything has to make sense. Uh, and this is the only way it makes sense in uh, my mind, right? Um, but what I wanted to, and you know what, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to run out of time, <laughs> but uh, I did pull down. Uh, at least I think I did. I created, I didn't close it. Oh, I probably put it in this document. Right, 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 right. Okay. I want to show some of these tweets again. Um, J.E. Dyer highlighted some of these, and that is what brought me into the last month or so the last week certainly of some of these revelations and so let me 
let me quickly present this to you and that will allow me to close out the show and we'll get to Fanny and her silly ass and Trump's uh, post and my response to it on Monday. This is a Word document. Let me go find it. Please don't hide it. It's gonna. I I uh, that's gonna piss me the hell off. Where what is the title of this damn document I'm looking for? <laughs> Yes. Okay. You know, I, I get in here and then I forget what I'm looking for because the name is such. It has confused me. But here's the thing, right? Here is the thing. Let me see if I can blow this up. Uh, view. Damn it. I want to go to 200% so that you can see it better. And I want to hide this. All right. Jeff Clark does a post February 15th. And he's asking Lee Smith, who has done phenomenal writing, just as J.E. Dyer has done phenomenal stuff. You absolutely need to be reading Lee Smith. He's asking Lee Smith the question, is this not, in essence, confirmation that the whole Durham investigation was a modified limited hangout, otherwise known as a cover up? A sophisticated one, to be sure, but a cover-up nonetheless. And then this Yossi Gestetner guy is saying, what's more, the collusion investigation was part of the cover-up because it kept Trump in a chokehold without an ability to sort out the 2016 abuses thanks to Jeff Sessions remaining recused. And remember, my position is Jeff had to remain recused. Otherwise, the deep state would have had what they wanted they would have been able to pimp an obstruction of justice case and convict Trump on that bullshit. So Jeff outsmarted them. And then Rod Rosenstein letting Mueller run amok for almost two years. And I'm, 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 I've defended Rod. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell is what with Rod and him being in the same law firm now. So they say, as Sally freaking Yates, and that chick, you know, Drives me freaking crazy. Lee Smith responded, yes, but Mueller wasn't just a cover-up. It was most crucially Obama's instrument to obstruct and undermine the Trump presidency. Yes, indeed. And as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> they were kind of sort of working with the fucking Russians. You'll never get me off of that. Another guy posted, and this is 15 pounds to go for your fan. The by the book reference Obama made referred to Alinsky's rules for radicals. Yes. Yes. Indeed. And here comes J.E. Dyer. And she says, yes, that's 100% what it was. Also exceptionally important, both Mueller and the IG probe of Mueller 
should have found this new documentation that's recently been revealed, since we know Nunes found it, that we're only hearing of it now, speaks to faithless execution, even of the IG probe. My goodness, 100% J.E. Dyer. And Dory Boutel comes in there and says, this is a complicated story for the general public who might be tuning in at the end of the story because they were miseducated by the legacy media and their lying sources. What's the best way to educate them now? And I say, take a look at this. You do so by driving home this point, by using this image or other means, but you do not let them blink at the importance of this factoid. And what's the factoid? Clinton's team made it all up. Durham found out easily, and Clinton's team admit it now. Yet no one seems curious as to how the Mueller-Weissman team could have spent two years, $40 million, 2,800 subpoenas, used 40 freaking agents, 19 DOJ lawyers, and 500 witnesses, and not figure that out. That's how you do it. And then you say, go research Stingray, ladies and gentlemen, Stingray. And this is what I'm going to talk about on Monday, along with that discussion about Trump's perfect post and what this Fanny fiasco in Georgia means. Because what it means is another, another slice of Donald Trump's comment. I caught them all. And what the Fanny thing relates to, he ain't just talking about foreign people externally. He's not just talking about federal dumbasses. He's talking local, state, federal, international. Every damn thing is what he's talking about, ladies and gentlemen. That is what I'm going to try and talk about. <laughs> on Monday. I hope I can make it make sense for you. Okay. And uh, let me try and get out of here with our little outro. I'm going to say later Gators and hunt me up on Monday morning. Okay. Later Gators. Friends, first off, thank you so very much for joining us. We truly and deeply appreciate your continued support and love shown to us here at Badlands Media. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up on this video and help get this show on the Rumble leaderboard. Another way you can support Badlands for free? Become a Badlander. How do you do that? Head on over to BadlandsMedia.tv, click connect from the top menu, and then click be a Badlander. Once you're registered, you can download clips from your favorite Badlands shows to share on your social media accounts. You can also print out flyers and stickers that you can hand out at an event and more. Let's keep growing our community because we are the news now and we take that very seriously. Thank you again from Badlands for your support and your love. It is appreciated more than you know.